Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh And welcome to Talking Point here on The Voice of the Cape With myself, Muhammad Fasih Peterson Standing in for Buddha Jamil Wallace this evening And of course, the show is going to be slightly shorter Due to a very special program that we'll be crossing to later on at Rangra and Masjid, inshallah So do stay tuned for that, some visiting items And uh, very important uh, uh, things that we're going to be listening to this evening uh, That after the hour of, after the walk to Russia, inshallah But uh, as usual, for this part of the show We do look at the lives of the Sahaba, inshallah And of course, uh, that is with the honored Sheikh Riyad Fatar <laughs> Of course, uh, that signifies the start of this program on a Monday evening where we look at these uh, shining lights, shining stars for us, alhamdulillah, as Muslims in our deen, uh, who show us the way to Rasulullah and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indeed. Tonight, uh, we will once again be focusing on the Sahab known as uh, Abu Dhar al-Ghifari, inshallah. Uh, last week, we started our exploration, our journey into the life of the Sahab, and we continue this evening, inshallah, as mentioned, with the honored Sheikh and yes, exactly that the nur that you have seen come off from the Nabi والسلام, how it enters his companions and what is important to note is that they were eager for that and whomever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives guidance, wallahi, nobody can move them astray. And whomever Allah ta'ala wants to go astray, then nobody will be able to give that guidance. And you see that in the life of Abu Dhar al-Ghifari radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Sends his brother out, go find out who is this man that's claiming to be a prophet. But this is the hidayah from Allah ta'ala. Then he comes back, informs him, and tells him about the Nabi alayhi salatu That's not enough for me, he says. And he goes out himself to come in front of the Nabi alayhi salatu And there he declares his Islam. He declares his um, and Abu Dhar we see is recorded in history Ibn Lathir mentions that he is the first person to greet the Nabi by Assalamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullah and then um, also we see how a person inspired by his deen is not fearful of anybody but only fears Allah Ta'ala and the Nabi, while the Nabi tells him Abu Dhar Keep this information to yourself. Don't go and make it public. He says, Ya Rasulullah, I am going out there. I'm going to blast it out there. And obviously, he gets uh, the hiding of his life. And, 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 and who was Abu Dhar? He wasn't just an ordinary, let me allow me to use the, the Afrikaans word, pop snooker around the corner. No, he was, in actual fact, was a highway robber. And somebody considered for his bravery. And he got... The hiding of his life for simply saying what? Ashadu wa la ilaha illallah wa ashadu anna muhammad rasulullah. How happy 
and how much we should thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for, day, for today. We say it on the radio and it's broadcasted all over. So Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen and then for a second time we see him go out and again declare and he gets the same kind of hiding. And that was the beginning of Abu Dhar and the journey of Abu Dhar. But Muhammad Fasih and respected listeners, if we want to understand Abu Dhar al-Ghifari, then you have to look at the impact that the Nabi had on the Sahabi. Then only you will understand Abu Dhar al-Ghifari Because the Nabi had a great impact And it is absolutely clear in the life of Abu Dhar al-Ghifari uh, when, you, when you look at his life First of all taking note that he is from, the, from those right at the beginning that became Muslim Secondly the extensive period that he had spent with the Nabi Continuously uh, uh, that Abu Dhar anhu in a hadith narrated by Hatib, Abu Dhar says that Jibreel and Mikael have not uh, uh, poured anything in the chest of the Nabi wasalam, except that the Nabi also poured that in my chest. In other words, it has also come. To me, and I've learned by that. So um, that is how you see Abu Dhar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Uh, given an example on, 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 on how the Nabi wasalam, had trained him, and we should take this kind of example because to li- today we live a life that is very much dunya orientated. And everything we concern and what is my dunya part in all of this thing. That uh, the Nabi wasalam, in the hadith Abu Dhar. He says, بينما أن مع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم في المسجد إذ قال انظر أرفع رجل في المسجد في عينيك. He says, while I'm sitting with the Nabi وسلم, in the masjid, the Nabi tells me, look at the masjid and see who you see you think is the the best of, the richest, has more wealth, who's, who's well off in your eyes. He says, فَنَذَرْتُ فَإِذَا رَجُلْ فِي حُلَّةٍ جَالِسٍ يُحَدِّثُ قَوْمًا فَقُلْتُ هَذَا And I looked around and I saw this well-dressed man who was speaking to the people and I said, must be that one. Then the Nabi tells him, now you look at who is the most humble person that you would see in the masjid. In your opinion, in your eyes. And again he says, فَنَذَرْتُ فَإِذَا رُوَيْجِلْ مِسْكِينْ فِي ثَوْبٍ and I saw a, sh- a small guy, short guy, and, and he was poor, and he was in, a, in an ordinary thawb, but he had good akhlaq. Good akhlaq. And then says the Nabi wasalam, to him, that person, هذا خير عند الله يوم القيامة من كراب الأرض مثل هذا. That that person that you see that is so humble and poor, and has almost his clothes is probably all torn and tattered. That person will be closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than that other person, the, the richer person, the wealthy person, on the day of Yom Al-Qiyamah. So you see that uh, 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 um, how this affected Abu Dhar. Uh, in actual fact, Abu Dhar says to the Nabi wasalam, the following. He says, Ya Rasulullah, ذَهَبَ أَصْحَابَ تُثُورْ بِالْأُجُورِ 
these uh, affluent people, these rich people, they're getting all the rewards. يُسَلُّونَ كَمَا نُسَلِّ وَيَسُمُونَ كَمَا نَسُمُ وَلَهُمْ فُضُولْ أَمْوَالِ يَتَصَدُّقُونَ بِهَا He says, Ya Rasulullah, these rich people, I mean, they make salah like we make salah, they fast like we fast, but they have an increase in wealth whereby they give more than what. And the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam says to him, Ya Abadar, Ala u'allimaka kalimat, Tudrik bihinna man sabakaka, Wala yalhaq min khalfik, Illa man akhada bimithli amalik. The Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam says, Ya Abadar, I'm going to teach you certain words. It will give what you will achieve. Nobody will come. You, in other words, will excel everybody. And nobody will reach your status except if they do like you do. And he says, Bala ya Rasulullah. And the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam tells him, Ya Badar, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. He says, To kabbiru dubar, كل صلاة ثلاثا وثلاثين وتسبح ثلاثا وثلاثين وتحمد ثلاثا وثلاثين وتختم بلا إله إن الله وحده لا شريك له لا الملك ولا الحمد وعلى كل شيء قدير. The Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam says now every time when you are finished with salah, then you three say thirty three times Subhanallah, and you say thirty three times Alhamdulillah. And you say 33 times Allahu Akbar. And when you are finished, then you complete that 100 by saying, because that's 30 and th uh, 33 and 33 and 33 will be 99. You complete the 100 by saying, La ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika la lahu al-mulk wa lahu al-hamdah wa ala kulli shayin qadir. And with that, then you would have achieved more. So, he goes and inf informs others. And they come to the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam and they say, Ya Rasulullah, innahum kad kalu mitha ma kulna. Ya Rasulullah, the rich people are also doing that, like we say. They're also saying that. So the Nabi alayhi salam, and, 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 and maybe it's a good point for all people uh, that consider themselves poor and so on, and that you will never, there's always sadaqah to be gained. There's always barakah to be gained. There's always good to be gained. The Nabi, they come to the Nabi and say, yeah, but they say the same thing that we are saying. Then the Nabi says, That is the extra, that is the grace of Allah Ta'ala, the barakah Allah Ta'ala gives to whom He wishes. But remember, on every soul there is sadaqah. Then says the Nabi to them, فَفَضْلُ بَصَرِكْ لِلْمَنْقُوسِ بَصْرِهِ لَكَ صَدَقَ You know that eyesight that we've been given, the preference of eyesight where others didn't get any opportunity to have eyes or to be able to see. So if you give guidance to the blind person, then it's a sadaqah for you. وَفَضْلُ سَمْعِكْ لِلْمَنْقُوسِ لَهُ سَمْعُهُ صَدَقَ And that person that is deaf, and you help them, then it's a sadaqah for you. وَفَضْلُ الشِدَّةِ ذِرَاعِيكَ لِلْدَعِيفِ لَكَ صَدَقَةِ And that strong arms that Allah has given you, for a person that is weak and you help them with that arms, then for you it's a sadaqah. وَفَضْلُ الشِدَّةِ سَاقِيكَ لِلْمَلْهُوفِ صَدَقَةِ And your strong legs that Allah Ta'ala has given you, you help a person that is in need of your help, that will be a sadaqah for you.
A person that is lost and you guide him on his way where you're going, it's a sadaqah. وَإِرْشَادُكَ سَائِلًا أَيْنَ فَأَرْشَدَ And a person that asks you, listen, do you know where this and that one is or whatever, stay and so on, you guide the person, it's a sadaqah. وَرَفَقَ الْعِظَامُ وَالْحَجَرَ عَنْ طَرِيكِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ صَدَقَةً When you pick up things in the road that it could possibly hurt other people, stone, whatever the case may be, for you it's a sadaqah. وَأَمْرُكَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَالنَّهْيُكَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ لَكَ صَدَقَةً And also you're ordering people to do the good and prohibit them and tell them stay away from the bad thing, the slight thing, it's a sadaqah. And the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam goes to the extent to even say And even when you sleep with your wife, then that's a sadaqah. So the Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulallah, Na'ti shahwatana wa nu'jar When we fulfill our desires, we get rewarded for that. So the Nabi says to him, أَرَأَيْتَ لَوْ جَعَلْتَهُ فِي حَرَامٍ أَكُنْتَ تَأْثَمٍ If you were to do that with a haram woman, would that not be considered a sin? And he says, نعم, yes. And then the Nabi says, فَتَحْتَسِبُونَ بِالشَّرِّ وَلَا تَحْتَسِبُونَ بِالْخَيْرِ You take note of the evil, you don't take note of the good. So this is the kind of hadith and this is the kind of discussions that Abu Dhar al-Ghifari had with the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam and how it affects his character and we see that happening continuously, continuously. Um, that it affects the, the character of Abu Dhar. Because when you look at the character, how is the character of Abu Dhar made up, then you will see that Abu Dhar was a person, yani, let me say, an ocean of knowledge. Volumes of knowledge. Openly seen as a person that is not attached to the dunya. As a person that is a pious person. Min salihin a person that when he speaks, speaks the truth. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu was asked about uh, Abidhar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And he says to, to the person, فَذَلِكَ رَجُلُ وَعِلْمًا عَجَزَ عَنْهُ النَّاسِ That is a person that has been given so much knowledge then other people when they come in, the, in his company, it's like they become incapable to speak. For the amount of knowledge. And, and Abu Dhar has become a point of reference. A point of reference that the Nabi wasalam, had even said about Abu Dhar. Says Abu Dhar fi ummati Isa ibn Maryam fi zuhdihi. That Abu Dhar is similar in terms of him not being interested in the dunya. Of leaving of the dunya, that the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam says he is similar to Nabi Isa alayhi salam. Isa, the son of Sayyidah Maryam alayhi salam. 
and Sheikh Wadi so amazing once again if you look at the lives of the Sahaba but particularly this Sahaba uh, obviously Abu Dhar al-Ghifari is the fact that when we look at where Abu Dhar came from in terms of the life that he lived before he embraced Islam um, it's a lesson for us as, as people who look down on those people who have a past who have a history and we say subhanAllah this person what will he attain in life because at the end of the day look at what, he, look at what he's doing in this life not mm. knowing that we don't know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows and today we revere someone of the likes of Abu Dhar uh, al-Ghifari as one of the Sahab of Nabi Muhammad who be, is a bearer of knowledge who has transmitted that fr- from, from one generation to the next generation to today Alhamdulillah we can continue to benefit from that knowledge and yet subhanallah as we, well as for the people who commit wrong exactly you never lost exactly the rahmah of Allah is always there and here you have a person who was a highway robber and he became one of the best of Sahaba, of the Nabi, of the companions of the Nabi So therefore important to know that Allah Ta'ala will not change the condition of a people until they change it within themselves. Let me continue with that hadith. Also the Nabi says, من سره أن ينظر إلى تواجع عيسى بن مريم فلينظر إلى أبي ذر Whoever wishes to look or to know the humbleness of Nabi Isa salam, then look at Abu Dhar. That is a testification from the Nabi salam. In actual fact, look at the humbleness of this man. Abu Dhar anhu was with Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab one day. And then comes a young boy comes past and Sayyidina Umar says, Ni'mal Fatah. Very good boy that. And Abu Dhar runs after him. And he says, Ya Fatah, istaghfirli. Make dua that Allah forgives me. So obviously a young boy turns around and he says, Ya Badar, astaghfirullaka wa anta sahib Rasulullah sallallahu How do I ask Allah to ask for forgiveness for you? But you are one of the companions of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. And again he says to him, astaghfirli. Make dua Allah ta'ala forgive me. He says, no, I'm not doing that. Until you until you inform me what what what's the story yeah and he then says to him you came past Umar anhu and he says what a good boy wa inni sami'tu rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and I have heard that the Nabi says that Allah Ta'ala places the truth on the heart and tongue of Umar anhu. So therefore, he has spoken the truth. So therefore, that is why he has asked him. You know, uh, 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 you even see that uh, one day he was asked also, how come you don't take any land and you're an owner of land and things like that? The other Sahaba has done. And he turns to the person and he says, Ma'asna. Why do I want to be an owner of, of land? Only thing that is enough for me every day is to have a little bit of water. I drink water. I drink uh, the juice from the grapes. I drink milk. And on Yom Juma is the only day that I have a little bit of wheat. Hmm? <laughs> Abu Dhar himself says, 
كان كوتي على عهد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم صاعا من من التمر فلست بزايد عليه حتى القى الله he says that my food my nourishment my eating for the day in the time of the nabi alayhi salatu wasalam was but a handful of dates that was my food and i stayed with that until uh, uh, allah ta'ala will take me of the dunya so again we have just touched the iceberg of abu dhar um and i want to complete with this uh, muhammad fasih and because i have to get to the masjid also mm-hmm. but let me just complete with this hadith of the nabi alayhi salatu wasalam on the truthfulness of abu dhar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu abu dhar says qala li rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that the nabi alayhi salatu told me ما تقل الغبراء ولا تذل الخضراء على من ذي لهجة أصدق وأوفى من أبي ذر that the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said that there is no one on earth or under the sky who speaks more truthfully than Abu Dhar Shabih Isa ibn Maryam قال فقام عمر ibn Khattab is uh, Nabi Salaam said he was like Nabi Isa alayhi salam. So Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab, he gets up and he says, Ya Nabiullah, Afa na'rifu thalik, do we acknowledge that to him? In other words, is he going to, is that going to be his attributes? And the Nabi alayhi salatu salam says, Naam, fa'rifuhu lahu. Yes, that is the way that he will be known. That is going to be the attribute. Now imagine, the best of creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, testifies to a person's truthfulness. Allahu Akbar wa lillahi alham. The hadith is Rawaw Tirmidhi, Muhammad Fasih, respected listeners. We make dua Allah ta'ala, make us all min al-muttaqeen, wa min al-muhsineen, wa min ibadi al-salihin, wa akhiru da'wana, and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Once again, Mr. Shukas, so much to Shaykh Riyad Fatad uh, from the Usami Masjid in Kaibinbi. Uh, state for coming in once again and sharing this beautiful nasiha with us on the Friday. And of course, uh, the topic this evening is the Sahab known as Abu Dhar al-Ghifari. Uh, mashallah, what an illustrious legacy he leaves. And also, at the same time, if you look at uh, the the amount of knowledge that he dispensed with, subhanAllah, that we still benefit from today. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that we, that we really truly internalize and intrinsically look at the lives of the so we can appreciate them for the shining stars that are, alhamdulillah. We're going to go for a break and when we come back, we continue here on Talking Points.